Previously on the Simon and Ross podcast. <laughs> okay, hello, my name is Louis Spit. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's meat and potato and die hard. But die hard too, cheese and onion. Strangely <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah. Paid that money in the cinema to go and watch half a film. <laughs> Balto. Who? Oh come on. Balto. B A L T O. Balto. Yeah, it's, it was massive. Is it oh. a bat? No, it's a it's a wolf dog thing. Volto. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> you are missing out. And the dog was really pretentious. I didn't like. I don't like that. <laughs> it stuck up. It was stuck up, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Richard, Richard Gere and Julia Roberts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pretty woman. That's the one. Okay. <laughs> 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 Lewis's number three. <laughs> <laughs> Bad phones. <laughs> oh, it was Tom Hardy's first film role. Is it animated? Let's get that out of the way now. No, no. <laughs> no do you want me to just rattle off these clues and you can try and go, yeah? Yeah, go on. A 2001 war film featuring Ewan McGregor and Tom Hardy in his first film role. It won two Academy Awards for Best Editing and Best Sound based on the 1999 non-fiction book of the same name by Mark Bowden, produced and directed by Ridley Scott. Um, Thin Red Line, is it? No. You want about... Um... Not the Rowan Atkinson programme, no. No. Uh, 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 well, it's not... Well, Ridley Scott war film in 2001. It's not... Um... Black Hawk Down. Saving Private Ryan, is it? No, that, that was, was Steven that, Spielberg. Steven Spielberg, yeah. Um, no, it's not Black Hawk Down. That was Jake Gyllenhaal, I think. Was, was I right with Black Hawk Down, Lewis? Was indeed. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have oh. never, I've never seen that. <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Have you seen it, Ross? Oh, but it's not Balto, but it's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I think the only thing that could have possibly made Black Hawk Down better is if Tom Hardy was an animated dog, but that means that's just me. <laughs> well, Kevin Bacon got shot on the battlefield and his spirit <laughs> ends, up, ends up entering a dog called Balto. <laughs> So why why there isn't a statue of Hugh McGregor in there? You, you <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So Black Hawk Down, right? Okay. Can you tell tell me a little bit about it? Because I've never seen it. Oh, Ziff. it's proper. Like it takes after the really long slow intro. It takes, once you get to the exciting bit, it doesn't seem to ever. Are you, are you, talk, are you talking about the podcast or Black Hawk Down? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I tell you what, though, if any of your listeners are still listening, you know they're loyal. <laughs> yeah, we're not live. They didn't make it past Balto, don't worry about it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so, no, I, genuinely, I really like this film. It's not like the other two. Um, is, it, is it set in, is it set in um, Iraq or is it like in Afghanistan? Or? Um, oh, no, it's in Mogadishu. Gazontais. Uh, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought you, I thought you sneezed. <laughs> so what? So so why that over other war films, or have you not seen many more? Or no, it was, I mean, the next two are going to be war films. <laughs> so that, it was between that or We Were Soldiers. Right. Okay. Oh, that's, that's, really, that's better. That's way better. Yeah, but this is a bit more modern, and you know what I'm like. I've, I've, I love We Were Soldiers, actually, but this was a bit more... <laughs> this seemed to keep me on the edge of the seat longer. Like, I could watch this now and still feel like I, it, the, the sound effects... And, and actually, when I was reading up on it, 
um, it won awards for sound and uh, color editing and stuff. So obviously, from the sound point of view, it was a lot more immersive than probably a lot out there. But yeah, it was. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting that you say that about sound because um, you're right. Some films like really grab you with the sound, and and to to go in the complete opposite direction. Whenever people talk about sound in in those types of films where you know, it's like it's a war zone or there's something big happening and it records things like, you know, Dunkirk, when I went to see Dunkirk, the sound, like I was deaf for about three days afterwards because we went to see it in IMAX. But the one film that has the worst sound I've ever heard in my life, and they are shit films to be fair, and I do apologise if this is in the top two, but uh, the Transformers films, (laughs) I don't know if you ever noticed, but there was giant building-sized robots being thrown through buildings and the sound was up it, it, it was like me sat in my bedroom with three Pringle tubes <laughs> <laughs> I, I could have replicated the sound better with three Pringle, Pringle tubes it was like it was almost like a, a tap on a bit of it was shit you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah, yeah I do yeah I, I also I also think that th- those films I, I think that the first one w- was definitely okay um, but I think the problem is that the main thing that you're watching is the Transformers, isn't it? That's why you go to see that film. And I think once they start fighting with each other, there's so much going on and they're moving so fast. It, it's hard to tell what's, what's happening and who's who, isn't it? There's a bit where one of the main character dies and I didn't notice because I couldn't tell who it was. You know, one of the main Transformers. And... There was, I think I watched the second one and just thought, I've now no idea what's going on. There's so much going on and so much, so, so many buildings being blown up and knocked to the ground with, with Ross's Pringle tubes. And it was just so hard to keep up with what was going on. I kind of lost interest. I think- I've, always said, I've always said, Simon, one of your biggest problems is you can't tell your Optimus Primes from your Shia LaBeouf's. I've always said that about <laughs> I, I mean, it, it is my one and only downfall. <laughs> I wonder whether that succeeded so much because of the visual effects. Because they were, when I saw when that first one came out, was it 2007 or something? It was a long time ago. Probably about that, yeah. Um, the, the visual effects, even now, you can't spot. I personally even now can't spot the difference between what is animated and what, not animated, but you know what I mean? What's visual effects? You can't tell if it's a real dog or not. (laughs) 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 Sorry, go on. Go on. (laughs) Look, when you watch Balto, you'll know exactly where I'm coming from. That that real dog up there is so dignified. (laughs) (laughs) It makes good sounds when it runs through the snow. Oh dear! But yeah, so I think it's a bit like yeah. Even now, like I think the effects on that film, they, they must have been well ahead of the curve back then. With Black Hawk Down? No, no, no. With Transformers. Oh right. <laughs> 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 when you said no, I was like, no, Balto. <laughs> <laughs> no Balto, I was like, <clears throat> but no, the um... oh Christ. <laughs> the immersion in, in Black Hawk Down is the sounds and it's like somebody gets shot and I think loses a leg or something and right. that is just gory and it's properly like in your face and there's a bit uh, coming back to the We Were Soldiers thing there's a bit in there where that guy's on fire and they tried to lift him onto the helicopter and that even then even though there was a lot more going on there I didn't feel like I was emotionally connected to the characters as much as I was with Black Hawk Down because you Black Hawk Down, you're following like a really small little kind of squadron or whatever they call it, you know. Yeah. Going this, the Black Hawk, obviously. Um, they go in the helicopter and you're really following them from start to finish, and then you're really kind of connected to them, I think. No, that's good. That's good. I, I've no, I, I, I mean, I think that out of all the ones that you said, that's the one I'll probably watch. <laughs> of a Balto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, as if, yeah, honestly, though, you do need to go watch that. Oh, Balto. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I realised as I finished that, I thought, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> uh, 
Do you know what? Yeah, go watch Bolton. Yeah, I think I will. <laughs> Can I skip Pretty Woman though? I don't. I don't really want to watch that. So, so anything to add about about that? Well, I don't have any other questions. <laughs> For that film, no, I think I think I think it's I think it's um, you know, Black Hawk Down is is a few people's favorite film, um, so it's not a bad one at all. I do think that like you know, if you compared it to We Were Soldiers, We Were Soldiers is ten times better. But then, but then I think like Vietnam War films do tend to be better. I mean, like some of my some of some of my like favorite films are Apocalypse Now, for example, and I remember when when I was young, Platoon. You know that was yeah. Cool. Then we were soldiers. I think we were soldiers. Was was that Sam Mel Gibson? Yeah. And that, there was that scene when they get napalmed and he goes to drag his mate away and his his skin peels off his legs. Yeah. I'll never I'll I'll never forget that that visual, as long as I live. Um. So I I, I think I think the Vietnam films tend to be a bit more visceral, like they're a little bit more gritty. And Black Hawk Down is very much like uh, an Amer- it's it's very American hero yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. type of thing. And like a, another good film, sort of in a similar vein, would be um, American Sniper, is it a Bradley Cooper one. Yeah. And that was a really good film, but it was also like a big sort of uh, American dick suck, right? It's like uh, it's it's a great film, but it's it's very like um, it's it's almost like watching Superman. Well. Now you mention it, that'd have probably taken place of uh, Pretty Woman if I'd have remembered. <laughs> I'm quite happy. I'm quite happy to remove Pretty Woman from your list. <laughs> I thought I thought about We Were Soldiers, but I'd have had to get Pretty Woman and Bolso in there. <laughs> I can't remember enough about We Were Soldiers though to talk about it. So I'd never been, I just just remember liking it. <laughs> platoon fox and the hound i'm not sure (laughs) (laughs) have you ever right the the film have you ever this isn't one of my top two or three or whatever but oliver and company yeah 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 that's remember when i said earlier I've just thought of a film that really should have taken place of this. Well, I think I, you, for a start, you'd be in Ross's good books with that because it's based on um, uh, Oliver Twist by Charles Dickens, ah, which is why right. he will, he will have heard of it. <laughs> I yeah, I love I love I love Oliver Twist. I, I, ju- I just I just I just told Charlotte that Pretty Woman was in your top five films. She looked at me like I'd shat in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking when I went for a piss then I was thinking, you must have pretty much invited me on because you knew this is what you were gonna get. It's not like you were gonna get <laughs> No, it's complete <laughs> curveballs at every every single turn. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like you were expecting me to pull out five corkers, is it? Really? Uh, no, it, it's fascinating. It, it, it explains an awful lot. <laughs> so, so, Lewis, just a bit of a recap on your top five. So, uh, your top, your fifth favourite film in the world ever was an animated film called Bolto that no one's heard of. It's got a statue in Central Park. Am I (laughs) (laughs) That can't be your justification for anything. (laughs) And uh, your fourth favourite film was Pretty Woman. (laughs) (laughs) Which made Julia Roberts' career, may I add? Uh, Yeah, well, I've got to thank it for that. And... um, (laughs) Black Hawk Down, or or possibly We Were Soldiers. <laughs> no, definitely Black Hawk Down. Okay, well, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. That's fine. So, um, should we go into your top two films now, Lewis? Yeah. Okay. Lewis is number two. <laughs> okay. Got some clues? Yep, I do. So, it's a 2015 American crime slash comedy slash drama. <laughs> Right, okay. That's, that's what it, yeah. Written and directed by Glenn Ficarra. 
The plot follows a career con artist who takes an aspiring femme fatale under his wings. Takes an aspiring what? I knew you were going to say that. What it translates to is a vicious woman or something like that, I think. Femme fatale. Yeah. Oh, femme fatale. Right, all right. Okay. I know what a femme fatale is, but <laughs> that's not what I heard. Nah. you got, you got to pass it through Lewis's filter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, think I, I think I know what it is. So it had mixed reviews by critics, but was a success at box office, grossing $158 million against the $50 million budget. Nice. Nice facts, Lewis. Yeah. And stars Will Smith and Margot Robbie. Uh, you, you like <laughs> Will Smith and Margot Robbie. Yeah. I, I remember it coming out. I, I don't remember. I've never seen it, and I, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think. I must know it, but I'm just—I don't think I've ever seen a film with Will Smith and Margot Robbie in it. I mean, I've seen separate films with them in in in, in respective films. Have you seen Suicide Squad? One. Yeah, that was. A there, there you go. Oh, but it's not Suicide Squad. No, that wasn't 2015, was it? No. Oh, it, was it Suicide um, Squad? No, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, that's a really weird description of Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, it could fit. Uh, I'm just trying to think of, like, um, it wasn't, um, no, it's not Hancock, is it? No. Um, Will Smith films, where he, play, he plays a detective, and it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a comedy crime. <laughs> no, it, 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 he's, he's a, he's a con artist. He's a con artist. Yeah. I don't think I've seen this. No, I haven't. The, the, only, the only reason I know about it is because they both went on Top Gear together, didn't they? Oh, they did, yes. To advertise the film. Oh, uh, yeah, and, I and I can't remember the film because I never saw it or fancied it. <laughs> I, I, don't, I didn't watch it thinking I was going to love it, but it ended up, obviously, being my very nearly favourite film. Is, is, there a, is there a day of the week in the title or a month in the title or something? Nope. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> It's one it's word. Not, it's, not free, it's not Freaky Friday, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any given Sunday. Um, That's Al Pacino. I don't know. I, I think, aren't they both on the cover in sunglasses or something? I can't yeah, I'm yeah. Right here now, yeah. Yeah, I, can't, I don't know what it is. Your door's just open. Um, <laughs> it slightly scared me. Um, I, I don't know. Unforgivable, unforgiven, or something. It's something like that, isn't it? Really? Uh, really? Uh, uh, forgotten, forgiven, forgotten. No. 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 Go, go, uh, do you give up, Ross? <laughs> yeah, I've got no idea. Uh, go on, Lewis. Tell us your top two film. Focus. <laughs> Called Focus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were telling me to focus. Um, it's called Focus. Yeah, and never heard of it. The reason it is up there, it was nearly my favourite film, but the reason it was up there is because it has like some double, triple twist at the end of it, and I'm a sucker for twists. It's an ending that I really didn't see coming, and I remember what, sitting. The, the, what the, the the ice lolly? Yes, Ross, the ice lolly. He's <laughs> <laughs> a sucker for them and funny feet. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fab. <laughs> Hey, don't get you started on uh, mini milks. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so it's. I remember watching it at the end, thinking, you know, when you kind of go, ah, oh, shit, like on a twist. I did that like three times in a row. I was like, oh my god, there's a twist on the twist, and it, that it just blew my mind. But I, I've always liked. It's all about like pickpocket and all that type of stuff, and I've always liked the idea of being that sleight of hand stuff. And that film is pretty much all around that. And right. I, yeah, it, I was. I was on paper. I was going to like it from the start. I was always going to love it. Um, and Margot Robbie, <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith. Well, well, yeah, but you know, Margot Robbie. Um, so, what, 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 what in particular happens in it? Obviously, don't tell us the twist, just in case by some chance it's it's on and I lose. Um, I couldn't, even, couldn't even explain the twist. To be honest, there's a lot going on at the end. Right? But, Did you not quite understand it? <laughs> Oh no, I did. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Um, I, was waiting for you, I was waiting for you to say it's a class film, but I fucking hate Will Smith and my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never watch it again. <laughs> no, I do buy me on DVD. <laughs> I got, I got, I got distracted and put Bolto on instead. No, no, I, I remember, I remember a slight, slight side note. Um, when I was, um, I, I was going to say this earlier, and I lost my train of thought, and it's just come back to me when you were talking about bringing a girl back and putting a film on. And uh, when I was uh, going back about, you know, 15 years ago now, I, I there was a girl who. Um, who quite liked me, and I, I wasn't. I wasn't sure. I didn't know how I felt, but I was like, "Okay, let's go along with it." And she kind of invited herself round to me house to chill. And uh, and I was like, <laughs> I didn't want to say no. Was it Bolto and chill? <laughs> but but at the same time, at, at the same time, I couldn't really be be asked. I just wasn't that bothered. And uh, I remember thinking, like, she's like, "I'll oh, watch a film or something." And I was like, "All right, cool, yeah." And it wasn't until about an hour before she was due to come round and she messaged me and said, what are we watching? And, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't really have like a big film collection and I was like looking <laughs> and I had, I only had two films. Uh, what, <laughs> and the two films were, uh, I, I gave her a choice of, uh, dude, where's my car or Anaconda. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> I was like, you've got a choice here. <laughs> if you like big snakes, it's Anaconda. <laughs> Why don't we watch Dude Wears My Car first and then you can see the anaconda? <laughs> so, so which did you choose in the end? Uh, I think we watched... Uh, I think we watched Balto. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, think we, I think we watched Dude Wears My Car. That's where you went wrong. Anyway, you watched anyway. Balto or Pretty Woman. You'd have had an arm round a moment and everything. No, not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, well. Anaconda would have been the easy thing because I'd have been like the snake does this. Bang, I'm around. <laughs> I, 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 I just the the problem is that if if you'd have asked me to guess your top five films, I I would have been I wouldn't have been anywhere near. What would you have said? Uh, Taken one, two, and three. <laughs> 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 And um, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I know you've not seen that many films, um, yeah. but I thought maybe I'd have seen some of the ones that you... <laughs> that you this is why, right? Because this is why I'm not a massive fan of films because I don't... This is why I can't... It's when I find it hard to find top five because I, it's very rare I come across a film that I actually like, which is why then I don't necessarily like watching in the first place because I always feel robbed of my time every time I watch a film. But I don't know what... I don't know what would make a good film. If you told me it'd make my own, you know, describe my, the best film ever, I wouldn't. Either animated, prostitute, or war. That's when he says, name your three favourite things. Anime, <laughs> prostitutes, war. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like inside the mind of a psychopath. Like, what are you? What are you? What are you? I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show you some images, and you're gonna tell me what you see. Anime, prostitutes, war, pickpockets. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, what, what was it called? <laughs> Focus. 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 Right. Okay. Oh me. Right. Okay. Ross, have you any questions about focus? <laughs> no. I'm, 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 still, I'm still sort of reeling at how I, I mean, I called it. I said they'd be abstract, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no consistency at all, is it? I'm just, we've, we've, we've said four films and, and neither of us have seen two of them. <laughs> uh, I'd just like to keep you on your toes. Oh, not not only have we never seen them, we've never fucking heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> that joke's on you then. Yeah, hope you get. Yeah, obviously it's us that's missing out. Obviously, yeah. 
you might you might you might as well have come in with like a top five of the sort of men's Swedish special interest group. Like, <laughs> right, listen. Do, you, do any of your favourite films have a statue of it in Central Park in New York? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's do a quick recap. Lewis's number fifth, fifth favourite film ever is Bolto. His fourth favourite film, Pretty Woman. Black Hawk Down is his third. His second favourite film is a film called Focus No One's Heard Of. Everybody's heard of it. <laughs> so, Lewis, would you like to tell us your favourite film in the world ever? No, I want to give you the clues for it. Oh, yeah, go on then. (laughs) (laughs) May as well. (laughs) All right, okay, so you'll probably get it from at least two of the... All these clues are quite a big giveaway, but you ready? Right. This is an easy one. It was a second instalment of a trilogy, directed, produced, and co-written by Christopher Nolan, filmed in Chicago. It was a 2008 superhero film, and it was also... Heath Ledger's last film. The Dark Knight. What gives it away? I think that's your most logical uh, yeah. choice. Um, <laughs> that, is the only one, that is the only one of yours on your list that I will allow. If we knew in advance, we could have gone, Batman, never fucking heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Heath what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! But yeah, this is you know when I said earlier you'll struggle to get me to watch a film more than twice. I yeah, mind watched it. I went to the cinema eleven times to see this fucking thing. Eleven. Eleven times. Yeah. Fucking hell! Eleven times. I had money to burn, apparently. <laughs> that is uh, you must have a, you must have a lot of lot time on your hands, Luke. <laughs> Did you not know there's a global pandemic on? <laughs> well, there definitely wasn't a global pandemic when Dark Knight came out. Oh, dear. But, uh, yeah, no, yeah, that's um, easily my favourite film. Yeah, I mean, you can't, I mean, the thing is, you can't fault Nolan's Batman, can you? Um, they're absolutely awesome, those films. And the thing is, I loved Batman even before they existed. And, and I, I thought that the Batman films had been and gone. And I'd, I'd sort of lost all hope in superhero films, and then and then uh, Batman uh, was it Batman um, turns. Was it called Batman Begins? What was the first? Oh, yeah, Begins, yeah, Begins, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that that was fantastic. Um, and the Dark Knight just absolutely blew it open, didn't it? Um, yeah, level on it really. Yeah, and I've 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 rewatched that time and time again. Like that is an absolutely quality film. I th- I think I think the the first the first one. I, I could probably take or leave. Yeah. Um, it, it's not, I've got all three, but that's not no. one I choose to watch for some reason. I, I'm not even sure why. It doesn't stand uh, out to me. No. Um, but I think cer- certainly, I, I think that, is, that one is the best of the three. Yeah, 100%. Um, I thought the third, the third one was good and I probably watched the third one more. Um, but I think the second one is, it's 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 almost perfect. I think. Would you agree, Ross? Yeah. Well, I think the um the the, the third one is um, Dark Knight Rises is awesome, but you've already got the precedent set from the Dark Knight. Yeah. So by the time the Dark Knight Rises, you know you're in for a treat, but it's not going to be as mind blowing because we've already had the Dark Knight. Yeah. So if let let's say like remove Dark Knight from the equation and Dark Knight Rises was was the second installment then it would have been absolutely hands-down amazing. But yeah. just because Dark Knight yeah. came first and you had Heath Ledger playing the Joker, which was obviously like a groundbreaking role. Like, that was, you know, he was absolutely amazing in that role. And it was his last performance, wasn't it? Yeah. I think he actually died, I think he actually died before he did finished filming, didn't he? I thought um, it had until I read up on it. No, no, because he was making, was it Don Quixote or something he was making or, or something like that after. So I think he, he had finished it. Yeah. Right, right. According to what I read earlier, they had genuinely finished it, yeah. But then it's it's crazy, isn't it, just how wrong they can get it afterwards? Because 
when uh, you know Batman versus Superman, that is dog shit. <laughs> and Affleck though that one, isn't it? Yeah, Ben Affleck, and I don't, I don't sort of, you know, a lot of people hate Ben Affleck. I don't feel passionately about him either way, but that was dog shit. And like the whole like the the, the way it was filmed, you think you, you've got the perfect formula in the Dark Knight and what Chris Nolan did with it. I mean, I feel sorry for any director who's got to sort of do the next one, but yeah. I certainly wouldn't fucking put my hand up and volunteer for it. <laughs> and, uh, and it was, it was, it was, it was such a letdown. But I think the guy who did the Batman versus Superman, he, he well, I can't remember his name, but he's done a few superhero films, weren't they? And they're a bit wank. Was it? Wasn't it Zack Schneider? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Did he do one of the Spider-Mans or something? Did he do? Um, he has done it. That wasn't his first superhero film, was it? I don't think so. I'll have a look for you. Did he do Man of Steel? I think he did. I think he did. Um, and the thing is, as well, in, in regards to those films, the Superman films are actually quite good, aren't they? Um, you know, the Man, Man of Steel um, is good. Yeah, he, he did Man of Steel as well. And and I was and, and if you if you've ever watched uh, Watchmen, uh, yeah, he, that's great. He he did that as well, which is oh really? Um, which is hands down one of the longest, but probably one of the best um, superhero films that's, that's probably ever been made. But then to and and there was such a good fit because Batman during the you might not remember, but Batman during the nineties obviously you had the Tim Burton ones in the eighties, and then you went on to Batman Forever. And then the awful one with Arnold Schwarzenegger um, was terrible. Uh, was Batman Forever, I think. I might be wrong. Um, was terrible. So Batman was in quite a bad place <laughs> in regards to films. And then Christopher Nolan sort of brought them all back again, and everyone cared about Batman again. And you know, you just uh, you know, you just sort of thought these are probably the best superhero films we're ever going to have, and yeah. they probably are. But then Batman versus Superman, you just think, well, you've you've ruined like ten years of work there. I don't, see. I don't oh, even put them as. I, I put Batman. I put that trilogy as like a totally. I almost treat them like a different Batman altogether. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't let it kind of. Well, not let it, but I wouldn't let it flow to the other. You know, Batman for uh, Batman versus Superman. I wouldn't even consider to be like follow the same story or anything like that. I wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? I just totally treat it as a. Almost a different character altogether because of how well shit it was. <laughs> Go on, Rush. You were saying something. No, I, I agree. I agree with I agree with Lewis actually. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't let like anybody else's version of Batman taint what Nolan did because why would you? Like, you, you got, you're going to you're going to have that's going to go on forever and ever and ever. You'll be getting different Batmans and different stories in the Batman universe that get told. And I, I can't see anybody doing it better than Nolan, but then. It was it was the least comic book like superhero yeah. film. Yeah. And it was but, almost it was almost believable in a way. Yeah. 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 But it, to get it so wrong, I think, is a, a massive it's a, a big misstep there. Uh, but then you but then you but then you've got the, the tough thing you've got is obviously you've seen Nolan, you're thinking, right, you know, what what do you do as a filmmaker? Do you yeah. do you take that formula and continue it or do you say no? I'm a director in my own right. I'm going to do my own thing with it completely. And yeah. really, you don't, have a, you don't have a choice. You've got to do your own thing with it. Otherwise, you'll just look like a cop trying to replicate somebody else's work. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Any, self, any self-respecting director would try and do their own thing with it. Um, but, it just came off as being really, really cheesy and shit. But I, th- I think, like I said, um, the Superman films were quite good. And you kind of thought, well, you know, Superman's back, you know, after all that. And and I don't mind Ben Affleck in, in even that film. I think he's actually not a bad replacement. Uh, yeah, it just, it just it just unraveled very, very quickly. Um, you know who's playing Batman next, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm concerned me because I don't like Ben Affleck. The only thing I like him in is Daredevil, but I don't like him as, a, as an actor. I just... No, I I think he's I think he was um, one of the only films he's won an award for, and and it, and it was an awesome film. Was he he directed and starred in a film called Argo, and that was a really good film. And that was about the um, it was about the American embassy in Iraq, 
Uh. And that was that was an awesome film. It was and it, that was based on a true story, um, and that that was fantastic. And he was actually, you know, it was it was like Ben Affleck was the guy who's done so many films, directed, written, starred in, and never won an award. And Argo was the first one he actually did, and that, and that is a really good film. But he doesn't play a buff sort of action hero type character. He actually slimmed right down and played like a bit of a nerdy diplomat. Uh, okay. and, and and that was a really good film but it was it was Affleck not being Affleck um, <laughs> okay. it, was, it was it was it was different and it was it was a lot better but I think if you ask anyone to play Batman I mean he was he was too juicy as well wasn't he in, in Batman versus Superman juicy juicy yeah he was, he was, yeah. yeah he was like, he was, like he was, do you mean like Richard Gere juicy <laughs> <laughs> He was he was too he was too jacked. He was he was too juicy. Just like, popping off just popping off to the gym to get juicy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I don't I don't I don't want my Batman to be built like the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, there's the title of uh, episode two. Well done, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> You can always rely on me to come out with a title. Yeah, that's it. Got it. But no, it's um, yeah. I I think Robert Pattinson is is a strange choice uh, for the next oh, one. He, he he is he's a fucking awesome actor, though. I'm telling you. Is like he? over the last over in the last two years, I've really seen some fucking amazing performances from Robert Pattinson. The first one I saw was quite recent. Actually, they're both recent. One was um, the film he did with Willem Dafoe called Lighthouse. Lighthouse, yeah. The black and white film, and that was somewhat special. I mean, Fatima absolutely hated it, but it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a real sort of if you if you appreciate film, and I, I don't want to use the word like arty because it's it's such a limp dick term, but it's a it's a really fucking good film that Lighthouse, really dark, really gritty, and and there's very little happened. It's so character driven that those two guys in that film were incredible. It was almost like watching a stage show. And then uh, I saw him in uh, the Devils. What was it called? The Devils. Um, Where's Prada? I think it's a, no. It's a it's a Netflix original, and it was Robert Pattinson, and it had Tom Holland in it. Um, oh. Fucking hell, what's it called? It had lo- It had quite a few uh, big actors in it. Um, and again, it's about two and a half hours long, and we started watching it with Fatima's mum and dad. They sacked it off and went to bed about twenty minutes in. Uh, Fatima sort of zoned out from it and I continued watching it and, and, and I really, really liked it, but it was very dark, very, very dark. The Devil All the Time. The Devil All the Time, that was it, yeah, that was it. And, and Robert Pattinson actually plays a, a priest who's also a, a, like a rapist and a, a molester. Um, and, oh, well. and, and that is... <laughs> that took a turn. What? That's right in your I wheelhouse, watched. isn't it, Lewis? <laughs> That's number six. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All, 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 it, all it needed was uh, some anime and some helicopters, and it's been your first film. It was, uh, yeah, that, that was, that was, that, yeah. So, so I actually think Robert Pattinson, he, he got a really bad rap because of Twilight, but that was a long time ago. He's really, really developed into his own, and it was the same with Leonardo DiCaprio when he was young, and he, he you know, he did Titanic, and although that was a great film. You know, he sort of got a name, and Tom Hardy was the same. He 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 was known for sort of, you know, being a bit of a heartthrob, and it was like chick flicky type stuff. And then he, you know, Tom Hardy's an amazing actor. DiCaprio's an amazing actor, and Pattinson is doing the exact same thing. That the older he gets, and the more mature he becomes, he's taking on these roles that are awesome. And I think that if he's got the right director behind him, and he's got the right team for this new Batman, I think he'll be a fucking awesome Batman. But he's he's definitely capable of it, and he'll do it in a different way. He's not just going to go to the gym and get all juicy and then just ride the juice. <laughs> juicy. <laughs> juicy. <laughs> Robert Pattinson's a creepy-looking character, though. Uh, he, lo- he, lo- he looks like the bottom. His face looks like the bottom of my foot. Like if if you if you were to have if if you were to just go off silhouette and you had Robert Pattinson's <laughs> head and my foot, you couldn't tell the difference. Uh, you, you've you've just knocked the number one podcast uh, name off the uh, top there. His face <laughs> looks like my foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same silhouette as Simon's girlfriend that he took to the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, it, it's, it, his head sort of starts narrow and flares out at the top like a goalie glove. It's like a, like a, like a, goal, like a goalkeeper's glove. Oh. Yeah, it does. <laughs> man down, man down. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of him, and while whilst he was describing that, I thought, yeah, he's right. <laughs> you know, like that. Um, you know that um, famous painting by Edvard Munch or something like that. It's called the, the Scream. The scream, yeah. <laughs> That, yeah, that's Robert Pattinson. That. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, <Christ. laughs> I mean, I could go on all night with Robert Pattinson comparisons. Oh, please do, please do. <laughs> I'm never gonna. When he plays Batman, all I'm gonna think about is fucking Golden Glove. <laughs> Russ's foot. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember in the nineties when gladiators used to be on telly? Uh, yeah. You know those big foam fingers. <laughs> That's Robert Pattinson's head. Oh my god! <laughs> I feel like you've done a bit of research into this. You've thought about this long and hard, haven't you? I'm in full freestyle mode now. <laughs> but 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 beside that, I fucking love the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic oh. actor. I suppose it even helps. Well, thank you very much, Lewis. That was a fascinating top five. You better go watch Balto now. Yeah, I don't think I will. <laughs> <laughs> Off focus. At least go watch Focus. No, I'll watch Black Oak Down, I promise you. Okay. 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 Well, thank you for having me. That's all right. No, it's it's been fascinating. <laughs> I don't know whether that's the thing that <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't make me feel any better. So, thank you everyone uh, for listening. Uh, that's the uh, end of the second part of uh, Lewis's uh, top five movies. Uh, I think you will all agree it was fascinating, wouldn't you, Ross? Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I, I knew there was going to be some curveball. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I don't think if you, if you just said right, knowing Lou how you do, name some of his favourite films. I, yeah. I wouldn't have said any. Of, I wouldn't have said any of them. Mm. I, I, might, I might have said I might have said Dark Knight, but it would have taken a while to think. About yeah. It. But that's the, that was the only semi-predictable one because it's an amazing film and it's a lot of people's favourite films. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've never lived in a world where Pretty Woman and Dark Knight are, are in the same breath. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so right. Um, uh, keep up to date with us on Twitter. It's us at S and R. Under underscore, oh, I've written it down as well. Uh, under underscore podcast, uh, and also you can sign up for the Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash Simon and Ross podcast, where you can get exclusive episodes and a sticker. So, also, uh, follow us, like, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast because that yeah. means that you'll get notifications every Monday morning when a new episode is released. So, Ross. New feature that we invented last time. <laughs> yeah, so we found last time that um, we started talking about dreams, and and um, and, and I, I've kept the dream journal for many years. And uh, you know, Simon really enjoyed the last one about uh, a, a giant putting my family down his pants. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I thought I'd have a flick through the dream journal actually and, okay. and take a look and see if there was any good ones. And I've actually found one that's got you in it. Me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and I thought, it, I thought, right. Well, this is perfect, and it's from a couple of years ago. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna read it as it's written. <laughs> right. Okay. So this is Lewis. If, if, if you're unaware, um, I've had a dream journal. So the, the idea is, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you're still in that sort of semi, you know, you're still half asleep. <laughs> semi was the wrong word to use. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he writes with. <laughs> just dip it in ink. Um, absolutely, yeah. Uh, so, so, so you know, you, you wake up and, you, and it's supposed to help with sleep paralysis. And I've been doing it since I was about, I've been doing it since I was very young. And uh, and I've, I've actually got an official sort of dream journal book. I've got a lot of different books of dreams in, but this is one that's uh, that's always to hand. 
So I'll, so I'll flip through and I'm just going to, you know, you wake up and you write it and, and it's interesting because you actually forget what you've written and later on you come to read it. In some cases, you don't read it until weeks later and, and, and the findings are quite quite interesting. So uh, so I found a dream here um, that was that was written in 2017. Okay. Um, and, 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 and it says, uh, so I'll read it as, it's, as I've written it. So it says, it just says, I've, I've titled it. I've titled the dream. It's called. It's called betrayal and burglary. Right, which, which was. Which was that was the second installment of the Boltor trilogy, wasn't it? I was just about to say that sounds like it's out of my top five films. Yeah. So, so I'll read it. So it says, firstly, Simon and I were chilling in my room when we heard people in the house. We confronted them but they said they were only here for high quality technology. <laughs> so, they le- so they left with the Hoover and my Volkswagen Golf. <laughs> Le- later on, I receive a text off Simon saying that we need to talk and that he is a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Who is me or you are? <laughs> you, you've texted me saying that you're a cunt and that we need to talk. Right, okay. <laughs> um, Eventually, he explains that he has twins named Gail and Dylan. Wow. And, and, that, and, and that they are the result of a love affair between himself and my current girlfriend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we, we, we fight and he begins to cry. And the last line is, the last line is I hug him and call him a cunt. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's another title for this. I hug him and call him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I saw, and you think, and you think I'm weird for having a film that's like that. <laughs> The, the, the problem is that that sounds like one of our nights out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it actually does, doesn't it? <laughs> you know what? Right? Can we just say if ever if the three of us are ever in a position where one of the one of us is crying, whatever, <laughs> no matter what the circumstances, please just hug the other one and call him a cunt. <laughs> I, I promise. There's, um, there's, there's, um, there's, there's one more short one that might be worth tagging on to this, and it's right. an older one. It was in it was in 2014. Okay. And uh, and I've called it. It's called prison. Okay. And it's more the words. It's more. It's more the way I've worded part of this that made me laugh. Um, and this is probably. This might be. Will it be before I knew any of you? I'm not sure. 2014, six years yeah. ago. Yeah, it would have been. Before the suit yeah. with the beanie hat. And it, <laughs> it says, um, it says, I am to spend a month in a high security prison that offers lectures almost like a very low ranking university. <laughs> I am terrified as there are some proper roughens about and everyone is constantly trying to grab my balls. <laughs> I'm trying to find a... <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to find a classroom where I am going to take a class in American history when I come across a huge garden. It looks like something in the Lake District. It has waterfalls and spectacular vistas. Walking through the gardens, I see a barrier that has been left open. I run away from the prison. And this is the last sentence is really confusing. It says, I see a barrier that has been left open. I run away from the prison. And the last sentence says, running my hands along a red phone box on the way out. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have daffodils around your hair? (laughs) (laughs) That's almost like like a shot in a film, isn't it? Like a hand brushing against a red phone box. Like it's really weird. I thought of, of that entire, that last sentence for me, I was like, what the fuck was that about? But um, yeah, there you go. Well, I, 
I, as I was going to say this for the dreams episode, but I, I will tell you one of my dreams. I've already read this to, to Lewis. Um, so here, here's the second of my three dreams that I've written down. Are you ready? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm sat on the toilet and it's not painful, but it's uncomfortable. It feels like I'm passing a rope. When I'm done... <laughs> When I'm done, the bowl is full of lots and lots of worm-like shits that are moving but are not alive. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and he woke up to shit all over the bed. <laughs> <laughs> worm- worm-like shits. <laughs> You walk up and Charlotte's onto her mum's and you're covered in your own shit. <laughs> Again. Uh, <laughs> right, well, did, you, did, you say, did you say passing the rope? Yeah, passing. You know when you have such a big poo, it feels like it's come from almost your chest? No, just me? Hello, is this thing on? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> you mean when it touches the bottom of the toilet before it breaks? <laughs> You need to pinch it off so you can have a a different channel. (laughs) Yeah, that. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, well, thank you, Lewis. That's been amazing. Thank you very much. It's been a good giggle. Thanks, Lou. uh, We'll see you you all next time. Say bye, Ross. Thanks, guys. Bye. And I can do this. Um, Alexa, set Hugo to blue. Ooh! <laughs> and I've got. Okay, is, it, it, is blue Hugo your safe word? <laughs> <laughs> blue, blue Hugo! Blue Hugo! No! Blue Hugo! Blue Hugo! <laughs> <laughs>